From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, June 11th, 2021. And do we have a stacked show for you guys today? We are heading into the weekend with a lot of wrestling news and a lot of action going down this weekend. And we're going to talk about everything going down this weekend today on this podcast. We're going to be talking about all the news and notes. We're going to be talking about last night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV. And today we have the return of Hardcore TV, ECW. This is extreme. Put your damn seatbelts in because we are going to be on the Wrestling DeLorean and we're going to be talking about all the classic action. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And make sure to follow, rate, subscribe, download, review, all that good shit for this podcast. We strongly appreciate it. And without you guys and without your help, there is no us. So thank you so much. I appreciate I appreciate all my fans from all over the world, from Taiwan to India to Germany to Ireland to the UK to Canada and especially the United States. Thank you, everybody, for following along and always repping hard for the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Let's get into the Super Stack Show. We've got a whole lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, what a week it has been. Lots to talk about, especially when it comes to releases in the WWE. All week we've been talking about the releases from last week. All week we've been talking about the future of the WWE. Is it for sale? Is it not for sale? We're talking about the stars that are being let go by the WWE. And it is being reported that the releases are not done. There is more to come. Maybe this week, maybe next week, maybe next month. But there is going to be more releases to come. I already made my predictions. I think that there's going to be a... Another big star released to cut more money off of the books for the WWE. I I think that Keith Lee possibly is going to be released due to all the cryptic messages that that man's been writing on Twitter. I gave my predictions about a possible AJ Styles release. But nonetheless, we're not done with the releases. There is going to be more releases to come. What does this mean for the landscape of WWE? We don't know. But, boy, am I intrigued with what is going on in the world of WWE. 
it's insane. It is absolutely insane. And I, I, I'm just strongly intrigued and I cannot wait to see what happens, who gets released. I don't want no one to lose their job, but there's got to be a method to the madness. And what that method is, I don't know. But I hope that it becomes more clear soon because there is a lot going on. Now, also going on in the world of WWE, it is rumored that the WWE is trying to get none other than Cardi B to be the host of SummerSlam. Cardi B's hit song, Up, is already the theme song to SummerSlam. So, I know the WWE's been trying to get Cardi on their show for a long time. Uh, They had Carmella call her out, I believe. They had, uh, what's her name, Lacey Evans call her out. Now they're trying to do work with her as the host. Another big name star that could bring notoriety to the WWE. Uh, I think that her star power is bigger than one Big Bunny. Or Big Bunny, what the Bad Bunny. And I'm Puerto Rican, y'all. That's that's embarrassing. I'm Puerto Rican. I called him Big Bunny. Bad Bunny. Cardi B is definitely a bigger star than Bad Bunny. And I think that having someone at the caliber of Cardi B who's constantly in mainstream publicity and mainstream uh, news, I think having her a part of SummerSlam would be pretty cool. So, also in the news, MLW has announced that they will be returning to Philly July 10th, which is around the corner, and they will be returning big because they will be returning with the Battle Riot, the Battle Riot 3, that is, if you are unfamiliar what an MLW Battle Riot is, it's basically a Royal Rumble matchup, but there's more than one way to get eliminated. In the Battle Riot, you will be eliminated by getting thrown over the top rope. If you get pinned or submitted, there's different ways to get eliminated here. There'll be 30 men in this match, maybe even more. Really, really Excited for the return of MLW. I'm a huge MLW fan, and when MLW returns, we'll be talking about that show on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. We talk about everything, so make sure you tune in July 10th for Battle Riot 3. MLW is doing big things. The whole Super Draft or whatever they're calling it, the last couple weeks been really awesome, so check that out. Also, while I'm talking about checking out shows, make sure you check out the midseason finale to... Dark Side of the Ring took place last night on Vice TV. This episode was about none other than the very controversial Dynamite Kid. The very polarizing Dynamite Kid. One of the best wrestlers in the world, but one of the biggest... Well, I I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but definitely a lot of people have some negative stuff to say about Dynamite Kid. Check out the episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Vice TV... The people at Dark Side of the Ring, they're constantly doing good stuff. So make sure you support them and support wrestling projects that are non-WWE. I'm not saying don't support WWE, but I'm just saying WWE is not the only group in town. So support non-WWE shit too, alright? Let's not be drones here, alright? Alright. We got a lot going down this weekend. This weekend we have, on Saturday, Impact Wrestling's Against All Odds. We just had last night Impact Wrestling's Go Home Show to Against All Odds. And a lot of big matches were signed. A lot of big implications and a lot of stipulations were signed for this Saturday. We'll get into that today on this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. But also on Sunday we have NXT's TakeOver In Your House. 
I know a couple shows ago I, I said it was Saturday. I mixed it up. I meant to say it was Sunday. But big weekend here for professional wrestling. We're going to have a stacked show for Impact Wrestling on Saturday. A super stacked show for NXT on Sunday. And we'll be talking about everything that goes down this weekend on Monday's episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. But before we get to Saturday and Sunday, we have two big shows going down tonight. 8 o'clock on Fox, we have WWE SmackDown Live. And then right after it at 10 o'clock on TNT, we have AEW's Friday Night Dynamite. Lot going down tonight. Darby Allen picks a partner. He goes against uh, what's it called? Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. We have the Young Bucks teaming up with Brandon Cutler to go against Pac Pentagon Jr. and Eddie Kingston, and a lot more. A lot more. A lot of big stuff going down on uh, SmackDown as well. Last week, SmackDown went off the air with Roman Reigns attacking. Dominic and Rey Mysterio so there's going to be fallout for that really excited to see what goes down tonight on Smackdown and AEW Fridays is becoming wrestling night but not for long because soon AEW Dynamite goes back to Wednesdays but AEW Dynamite will be replaced by AEW Rampage on Fridays starting in August so I'm looking forward to that because I do like this whole Friday night marathon of professional wrestling. I know the ratings haven't been so well for AEW, but I mean, it's not their typical time slot. So I am not blaming them. Everyone, but there is something to be said for everyone who says, oh, well, Friday's the death spot because SmackDown's consistently getting great ratings. So I don't know. Maybe it's the time slot being late. Maybe it's because it's going up against the NBA Finals or the playoffs. I don't know. I don't watch basketball. So don't come at me saying, oh, it's not the Finals, it's the playoffs. I don't know. And quite frankly, I don't care. So anyway, yeah. Let's take a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back talking about last night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV. It was a stacked show and there was a lot of newsworthy shit that went down going into this Saturday's Against All Odds Impact Plus special. So we will be right back with all that action. Last night, ladies and gentlemen, we had a super stack show of Impact Wrestling on Access TV. A lot of implications going into this Saturday's Against All Odds Impact Plus special. We got a lot going down actually on this show. We had an amazing X Division tag team match, really good women's action, and we had a crazy opening segment between Tony Khan, Don Callis, and Scott Diamore talking about the main event for Against the Laws between Kenny Omega and Moose. So without further ado, let's talk about this crazy ass go home show for Impact Wrestling before this Saturday's Against All Odds Impact Plus exclusive event. So this show started out really hot. Scott Diamore comes out to the ring. He invites Tony Khan to come out to the ring. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. 
starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the AEW Impact Wrestling uh, Summit. Tony Khan says that he's excited to continue working with a- with uh, Impact Wrestling. Scott D. Moore is excited to work with AEW. And this Sunday, or this Saturday, I should say, is going to be a big, big main event for both companies as Kenny Omega, the, the current AEW and Impact Wrestling champion, goes against the number one contender, Moose, who, by the way, last week was technically defeated by Sammy Callahan. So what Scott Diamore was trying to propose was a triple threat for the Impact Wrestling World Champion this Saturday at Against All Odds. This led to Don Callis coming out and saying that that's unfair. Sammy Callahan cannot be controlled. He has personal experience being put in a hospital by Sammy Callahan. Cops are constantly called on Sammy Callahan. He tells Tony Khan, hey, Tony, like you, you, you don't want that guy representing AEW, do you? Tony Khan says, yeah, I don't want him nowhere near Daly's Place or AEW. But they did come to an agreement. Tony Khan says that the number one venue in wrestling right now is Daly's Place. So he proposed that Moose faces Kenny Omega at against the odds in AEW's arena in Daly's Place instead of the Impact Zone. This way, Kenny Omega, one, has a home field advantage, but it also would prevent interference by the Good Brothers and Don Callis, who will be in the Impact Zone on Saturday and not in Daly's Place. So for the first time ever, we're going to have an Impact World Heavyweight title match in Daly's Place, and Sammy Callahan will not be involved. It will be indeed a one-on-one match between Moose, the number one contender, and Kenny Omega. But it was also signed that the winner of that match will go against Sammy Callahan at Impact Wrestling's next pay-per-view slammiversary. So either way, either Moose or Kenny Omega will have to go against the Callahan Death Machine. This leads Don to a conniption. He's pissed off. He leaves. We then see the Good Brothers arriving with Kenny Omega and uh, what's called Don Callis is catching them up on what just happened. Scott Diamore says, he interrupts and says that this Saturday, the Good Brothers will be in the Impact Zone along with Don Callis, so they can't interfere in Kenny Omega's match. And they will have a match of their own as Sammy Callahan goes against 
the Good Brothers and Sammy Callahan will have a partner of his choosing in a street fight. So, after this, Scott the Amor is interrupted by Sammy Callahan. He's confronted by Callahan, and Callahan says that this is a suicide mission, basically, and he thinks that everyone's against him. But he is then interrupted by the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and Tommy Dreamer says that he hates Callahan, but his enemy's enemy is his friend, and right now Don Callis is the enemy, so he will team up with Sammy Callahan this Saturday to go against the Good Brothers in a street fight. And I think that match is going to be absolutely phenomenal. After this, Scott the Amore, he tells Tommy Dreamer to, like, you know, respect the fact that Don Callis is still a executive here in Impact Wrestling. And Tommy Dreamer says, trust me, I know Don Callis a lot longer than you knew Don Callis. And Don Callis is the enemy. So, a lot of, a lot of promos and setting up on the first 20 minutes of this show... We have yet to have a first match, but that all changes right now because we're going to go into our first matchup of the night. We have Rosemary versus Havoc, and if Havoc beats Rosemary, she will be added to the matchup this Saturday against Deanna Perazu for the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion. But Havoc does not win. She comes up short. Rosemary beats her in a pretty good matchup. After this, Deanna Perazu, Susan, and Kimberly, they attack... Um, both Havoc and Rosemary. Then Susan calls out Tasha Steeles to lead into the next matchup. Tasha Steeles versus Kimberly. Tasha picks up a victory here. This was an okay matchup. This leads to all the women brawling afterwards and Havoc actually teaming up with Rosemary to take out everybody. So this Saturday we will have Deanna Peraza versus Rosemary one-on-one for the women's champion and Susan and Kimberly versus... Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan for the Women's Tag Team Champions. Next, we get a vignette for the former Steve Cutler, now going by Macklin. He is going to be making his debut very soon here on Impact Wrestling. Then Josh Alexander cuts a promo. He says that he wants the very best here in Impact, and he has his eyes on tonight's Tag Team Champion, oh, Tag Team X Division matchup. And he has his eyes on the number one contendership matchup for the X Division champion this Saturday as Trey Miguel goes against Ace Austin, Rohit Raju, Petey Williams, and Chris Bay. Ace Austin interrupts here and says that he shouldn't be watching tonight's matchup because the only one that will matter is him. And he is going to be the one to take the title from the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. We then have that. Really good tag team matchup. It is P.D. Williams and Trey Miguel versus Chris Bay and Rohit Raju. This was a good matchup. Match of the night for me. A lot of fun action here. A lot of crazy X Division spots that we are known to get here from Impact Wrestling for years already. And really good matchup. It is won by P.D. Williams and Trey Miguel. This leads to Ace Austin and Madman Fulton coming out. They, they start brawling. But then... Josh Alexander comes out, and all five guys, they jump Ace Austin, and they jump Madman Fulton. And then Madman Fulton is put to the top rope, and P.D. Williams hits a super Canadian destroyer from the top, being assisted by the other wrestlers in the ring. Madman Fulton had the beats put down on him by the X Division, and I'm excited to see this five-man match at Against All Odds. 
I personally think that this is going to lead to a Slammiversary King of the Mountain match because you had Josh Alexander calling himself the new King of the Mountain. So, I mean, maybe they're planting the seeds there. Next, we get a matchup between Joe Doring and Eddie Edwards. This matchup was good while it lasted, and then it was ended by a DQ when Violent by Design, they destroy Eddie Edwards. They just jump him and beat, beat the shit out of Eddie Edwards. They put the beats down on Eddie, which leads to Satoshi Kojima, New Japan legend, coming out and evening the odds because this Saturday we have Joe Doring versus Kojima, which should be a great matchup. I'm excited for that one. It's going to be smash mouth, hard hitting, and strong style. So I'm excited for that. Main event time, we have Willie Mack versus W. Morrissey in the street fight. This was a crazy brawl. Really crazy action here. Lots of violence in this matchup. W. Morrissey picks up the victory, a big victory, as he beats Willie Mack after the match. Rich Swan he starts attacking W. Morrissey. We have W. Morrissey and Rich Swan being separated by security. And then the night ends when W. Morrissey destroys Rich Swan and he's standing tall to end the night. They will face off one-on-one at Against All Odds. So, really good episode here of Impact Wrestling on Access TV. The show been really good as of late. I'm excited for this Saturday's Against All Odds. Like I said, it's a stacked show. You have Rosemary versus Deanna Perazu. You have the five-way X Division number one contendership match. You have... Um, Susan and Kimberly versus Steels and Hogan for the Women's Tag Team Champions. We're going to have Joe Doring versus Kojima, Willie Mack versus W. Morrissey, the uh, Good Brothers versus Tommy Dreamer and Sammy Callahan, and it is all topped off at AEW's home field at Daly's Place as Kenny Omega defends the Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion against Moose. So it should be a really, really stacked show, a really, really fun show, and I will be tuning in and talking all about that show on Monday, so I'm excited for that. When we come back, we're going to strap in our car seats and go back in time in the Wrestling DeLorean to July 8th, 1997. We are bringing back This Is Extreme, and we will be talking about ECW Hardcore TV. A lot went down. We'll talk all about that when we come back. down on ECW Hardcore TV, July 8th, 1997, so strap into your seatbelt on the wrestling DeLorean, we're about to go back in time, baby, this is extreme. So the last time we had this show, we left off with Jim Cornette debuting in ECW in the evasion of ECW by the WWF 
and we had a very, very, very vicious cane shot from Jerry the King Lawler to the balls, to the balls of Tommy Dreamer, which led to a massive injury. Tommy Dreamer needed four cc's of blood removed. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply from his testicles because of that cane shot. And there is absolute zero remorse because Jerry Lawler starts off the show here cutting a promo. He says that he is Mr. ECW and that stands for Exposing Crappy Wrestlers. He says that he is exposing Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. He brags about Kane and Dreamer in the balls and said that he hears that Tommy Dreamer had to go to the hospital get his testicles worked on. And he said that Tommy Dreamer doesn't have any balls. He had to go to the gynecologist. Woo! Woo! At this time, Jerry the King Lawler was bringing the heat. There was no bigger heel in ECW than Jerry the King Lawler, who is the personification of everything ECW is not. We start out the show live on the beach. Extreme Beach Bash 1997, live from the Jersey Shore. We're on the beach here. Nice outside venue. Taz versus Luis Spicoli for the uh, television champion. Taz says that he could choke out Luis Spicoli in under the minute. Luis Spicoli says if he's a real man, he could do it under 45 seconds. Then the fan screams out, 30 seconds. And Taz says, you know what? I agree. I could choke you out in less than 30 seconds. And if I don't, then you could have the TV champion. Luis Spicoli says, let's do it. And then he instantly attacks Taz to start off the match. He spends about 15 seconds attacking Taz, puts him up with the Spicoli driver. Taz reverses it, puts him into the Taz mission. And with time to spare, about five seconds to spare, Taz taps out Louis Spicoli in less than 30 seconds. He is still, he's still your ECW television champion. After the match, Taz cuts a promo. He says that Jim Cornette and Jerry Lawler... You know, he, he he goes after them. 
He says that he watches Raw every week to see which bitch-ass co-worker of his is jumping ships to the WWF. He tells Vince McMahon, listen up, partner, I tapped out Sabu. I tapped out Rob Van Dam. Is these the two bitches that you want on your roster? He calls Vince McMahon a bitch himself. He said, I have a message for you later tonight, man, to bitch. And I have a message for you. So, all night, Joey Styles and Rick Rude are talking about this very controversial footage that they have of Taz live from the ECW arena that they would show to close out the show tonight. We get another matchup on this episode of Hardcore TV. We have PG-13 from Memphis, Tennessee. I think they worked with... uh, with uh, Jerry Lawler and USWA. But PG-13, they go against Spike Dudley and Mikey Whipwreck. Pretty good back and forth matchup. This matchup got a lot of time. Good action here. The crowd was really into it. The crowd really loved Mikey Whipwreck. During the ending of the match, though, Mikey Whipwreck was held underneath the ring by a mystery person. And PG-13 got the upper hand on Spike Dudley, hit a double-team move, and get the victory in this matchup. It is later revealed that the man who held Mikey Whipwreck under the ring was none other than the sexiest man alive, Jason Knight, making his return here to ECW, which gave Joey Styles hives. Of course, Joey Styles gets hives. He's allergic to Jason Knight. We then get a video package of Jason Knight and his classic shit from 93. Another matchup on the show, we got Tracy Smothers. Versus Lance Storm, Tracy's mother's representing the FBI. Lance Storm representing all of Calgary, Dramatic Paws, Alberta, Canada. Really good matchup here. Good back and forth action. Uh, two former Smoky Mountain wrestling wrestlers here. So Jim Cornette must be very proud of himself. But really good action, like I said. The match ends when Tracy's mother's goes to roll up. Lance Storm only gets a two count. He argues with the referee, which leads to Lance Storm getting the sneaky roll up on. Tracy Smothers and picking up the victory. Good win for Lance Storm and his uh, his little rat tail of a hairdo that he has. But, yeah, really good matchup here. The show ends with Beulah McGillicuddy talking about Tommy Dreamer's uh, injury and how they want revenge on Jerry Lawler and Jim Cornette. But then Taz comes to the ring, and this was the controversial footage that they were talking about. Taz comes to the ring... He sees a fan with a Raw is War shirt on. He tells that fan to take off that shirt. The fan refuses. He says that I'm not going to be the one to take it off for you. The whole crowd would be the ones to take it off for you. And that's going to be a lot worse when you get jumped by ECW's faithful. The guy decides to take off his Raw is War shirt. Taz grabs it, brings it to the ring, puts it on a chair. And declares war against the WWF when he set the shirt on fire. Live in the ECW arena, Taz sets the WWF Raw is War shirt on fire. Declaration of war here. ECW is coming for the WWF. Really good way to end the show. I enjoyed this show. Wasn't much action in the ring. And the action that was in the ring wasn't the best action in the ring. But it was good to see more than just one match on this episode of ECW. And also, I love the story building. These ECW Hardcore TV shows are filled with promos and story building and character development, which I absolutely love. And just a lot of a lot of good controversial shit that these shows are stacked with. 
So make sure, oh, by the way, let me just say that the show, I give it a three out of five stars. I really enjoyed it. Make sure you tune in every Friday for This Is Extreme. For those who are new to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, here's the rundown of the classic stuff that we talk about. Besides all the current events and all the current wrestling shows that we talk about, every Monday we will be discussing the Monday Night War as we go back in time and watch WWE Raw versus WCW Nitro. Every Tuesday we'll be discussing the episodic asylum years of TNA back in 2002 and beyond. Every Thursday we talk about TNA Spike TV years. And every Friday, this is Extreme, we talk about ECW's Hardcore TV. So if you want your nostalgia, there it is. Every day, practically, we have some classic shit to talk about on top of the current events. We have such a stacked weekend of wrestling, like I said, with Impact Wrestling's Against All Odds, Impact Plus special events on Saturday, and live from Peacock, WWE Network. It will be NXT's In Your House Takeover event rundown of that show we got the big five-way world title match between Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT World Champion. We have a ladder match between LA Knight and Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship belt. We have a women's championship match between Raquel Gonzalez and Ember Moon. We have an NXT winner-takes-all six-man match for the uh, North American title and the tag team titles as MSK teams up with Bronson Reed to go against Ligado Del Fantasma. Super stack show here. Really good shit. Big weekend with Against All Odds and with TakeOver in your house. So make sure you tune in. Like I said, we'll be talking about all the action from tonight's SmackDown and AEW plus Against All Odds and TakeOver all on Monday And that will be on top of us talking about the Monday Night War, going back in time, discussing the latest episodes of WCW Nitro and WWF Raw. So enjoy your weekend. I hope everyone has a safe, positive, strong weekend. Stay healthy. Stay positive. One love. We appreciate all your support. Make sure you tune in to all the other shows on the Golden State Media Concepts Podcast Network. We appreciate the podcast network. Thank you for everything. Also, make sure you follow along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod for all the latest news and action from this podcast. And as always, make sure you download, rate, review, subscribe, all that good shit. It is very much appreciated. Love you guys. One love. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 